I'm Kara, and welcome to Soul Inspiring Business. I believe that all of us possess unique gifts and talents that allow us to serve the world and our own growth in the highest possible way. Our lives are an expression of our thoughts, beliefs, and actions. And here, we will explore businesses, thought leaders, and topics designed to inspire, helping propel your own growth so you can live your best and most purposeful life. Welcome to Soul Inspiring Business. Welcome back to the Soul Inspiring Business Podcast. I am glad you're here. And as a reminder, to go to www.freegiftfromcara.com, that's where you'll find the free downloadable Kickstart journal that I created with the whole intention of helping you create awesome possibilities for yourself in 2021 and beyond. So today's guest is Talor Zumir. He's been featured in Forbes. He's a brilliant entrepreneur and the founder of Peak Performance, which creates high quality supplements with a mission to inspire and help people live healthier lives. And they're doing this through their wellness blog and podcast, The Peak Performance Life. Now, Talor's story is a true testament to how you can turn an outwardly negative experience into one of exponential growth. And so you'll hear how Talor's debilitating illness became the catalyst for his deeper knowing and understanding that health and wellness starts from the inside out. Now, his desire to share this knowledge with the world and create higher quality supplements is what led to the birth of his company, Peak Performance. I love talking to Talor because he is down to earth, a family man with limited social media, but with such a true passion to helping others and inspiring them to live their best life. And I hope you love it too. And it all starts now. Welcome Talor. I'm so thrilled to have you on the Soul Inspiring Business Podcast today. Thank you, Kara. I'm happy to be here. So I am I'm really excited for this conversation. You know, I have to let you know, I uh, when I first read your story, I was really intrigued. Um, and I guess just to give our listeners a little bit of background, I'm going to summarize it. And then, of course, I'd love for you to share it in your own words. Um, but in a nutshell, basically, you were back in 2013, you know, experiencing just really debil- debilitating pain to the point where you couldn't even write anymore because of the pain and were having to use voice dictation dictation software. Um, and really couldn't find the answers you were looking for through traditional medicine or holistic um, healing or or other kind of avenues. And so kind of went on this quest yourself um, to find answers. And then of course, hence peak performance was born. And and again, I'd love for you to share more of your story in depth. But what was interesting is, you know, I personally actually have um, friends and Uh, family members that are going through at this very moment, debilitating pain. And, you know, I've been trying to talk to them about the power of what you put into your body and your mind, because what we feed ourselves is the output, right? It sounds simple when you say it that way, but a lot of times people don't think that it doesn't, I guess, maybe process as simple for them. Um, So just take us back and, and I'd love to hear your story in your own words. Sure, sure. So yeah, and, and like you said, mind and body, it was definitely a combination of, of just a, a lot of things. And I think 
when you're in a, a kind of like rock bottom where I was in 2013. So I was uh, an internet marketing consultant at that time for several years and was banging away on a keyboard with bad posture, not eating healthy, um, eating a lot of inflammatory foods, which I didn't, I was not even aware that they were inflammatory foods. Um, some things are really sneaky. You know, for example, I was drinking a, a yerba mate from whole foods that I thought was, you know, super healthy, but come to find out there was like 33 grams of sugar in every bottle. And I'm drinking two bottles a day, um, of that. And, um, you know, and then I'm eating, uh, bread and pastas and, you know, fried, you know, well, French fries, not a big deal. It comes with every meal, right? Well, all these things, you know, really caused a lot of inflammation in my body. And at first, you know, being a very driven type of entrepreneur that I, that I was, um, that I am, I was, you know, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to solve this. I'm going to find the solution. I'm up every night, late at night, which is probably not a good thing. Cause you probably sleep. You want to prioritize when you're in that type of situation, but I'm right. up late. I'm searching Amazon for every pain relief cream. Um, you know, every pain relief device, uh, I bought everything, every wrist wrap and elbow sleeve. And, you know, I th and, and when you're reading on the internet, you're like, one day you think you have carpal tunnel. The next day you're like, oh no, maybe it's arthritis. Oh wait, it's cubital tunnel. It's, it's, um, it's tennis elbow. It's golfer's elbow. You know, yeah. every, every, you read something else and you think it's, you know, you just go crazy, um, yeah. trying to figure it out. That, right. Trying to convince yourself that, oh yeah, that's what I have now. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's what happened. That's this is oh this this advertisement for this pain relief device will solve all my problems, right? No, it's it's it has you know what, what the, so the big realization for me was, and this is a real key takeaway. I hope if if you if everyone takes nothing away from from this other than this, it's inflammation comes from inside of you, right? Mm -hmm. So inflammation comes from inside of you, and so you're not going to solve a problem that comes from inside of you by trying to find a solution on the outside, like a cream or a device or a, or a wrap or something like that, right? That's, that's just a crutch, right? Maybe it will give you some short-term relief, but it's not solving your problem. Right. It's, yeah. So basically, I, so once I came to this realization, I, I realized, okay, um, I started, I finally came across, yeah, I need to change what I put in my body to reduce inflammation. And so that sent me on a journey. And again, there was mental aspects. There was, you know, I did posture exercises. And like you said, I had to use a voice dictation software for two years um, because I couldn't type more than a couple of sentences without being in massive pain. So I had to give my arms a break. Yeah. I had to change what I put in my body. Hmm. You know, what's interesting too, as you said, and uh, um, you know, a lot of times we think, oh, well, we're going to Whole Foods. Like everything there should be whole foods. Right. And so it's interesting, actually, that the drink that you brought up, you know, you think it's healthy because you're buying it in this organic, right. Kind of, um, grocery store, but it's not, you know, you still have to do the research yourself. Um, it's great packaging, but yeah. And, and that's a thing that I think people really need to be aware of. And so if I, if I could really simplify it and break it down, uh, the most inflammatory things are sugar, fried foods and refined carbohydrates. I mean, so when I realized that I, so I eliminated fried foods, I eliminated um, processed sugars, not, you know, obviously you still get some sugars from, you know, fruits and things of that nature. 
Um, but even that, you know, some people would, would say that you may want to limit it's, you know, believe it or not, uh, some fruits have become controversial these days as to whether or not they're healthy. Um, I, I think, you know, um, most people agree that berries are, are the best because they're the lowest glycemic fruit. But, um, you know, there's a controversy about bananas because they spike your, your blood sugar and, you know, and have, you know, some, so, but again, I think if you stay away from the main sugars, like sugar drinks, um, obviously, you know, desserts and things of that nature. Um, so I cut all that out. I cut out sugars and grains, which is kind of similar to, um, I don't like to categorize myself as, oh, I'm paleo or whatever, but the paleo diet is basically eliminating sugars and grains and all sorts of processed foods that weren't around back when cavemen were around, right? So, mm -hmm. um, so I did that and it, it really had a profound impact. Uh, I also had to do a lot of mental work and posture work. And, um, you know, so there was a lot of other things involved there as well. But it really started with me realizing that if this is a this is a problem that comes from inside of me. So there's not going to be a solution from something outside myself. And where did that come from? Because, you know, you've been doing a lot of um, meeting with doctors and other professionals. I'm just curious, like, did that just kind of hit you one day? How did that come about? Yeah, I think it was definitely a culmination of, of a few things. Um, there are a couple great books that, that did help me at the time in terms of mentally. One of them is called Aging or Ageless, How to Rise Like a Phoenix from the Myth of Aging. Um, so I guess if you look up Ron Zeller is the, is the uh, author and he wrote a book called Aging or Ageless. Um, and, and a quick summary of it is just like, you know, you're, everyone expects that, oh, as you get older or, you know, oh, I'm getting older. I can't recover. I can't do this anymore. I can't do that anymore. Just this complaining, whining voice in your head that, you know, um, is not useful. It's not empowering at all. And so he was um, a big landmark forum trainer all over the world and did lots of other transformational seminars. Um, really, really amazing guy. And, you know, he's like, you know, just just shut that voice up and just just, you know, just do it like you're not. And so I think he broke um, weightlifting records for his age group, obviously, when he was in his 70s. His wife was like a Taekwondo champion in her 50s. Um, and so they were just proving that, like, you know, you can turn that if you turn that voice around and make a commitment, you can change. So that was inspiring. Another one was Dr. John Sarno. Um, Dr. John Sarno has a few books. One of them is called Healing Back Pain. Uh, other one's called Divided Mind. And he actually talks about how um, this is actually quite common in driven people who are very driven, you know, um, especially type A personalities who are like, come on, let's get it done. Like um, he talked about like this inner tension. You're like, oh, I got to do this. Like, um, and so he called it TMS, uh, I think tension mito something syndrome. And that, and actually just hearing him talk about it and understanding like, okay, I got to like chill out, release this inner tension. Like, and he also says, resume full activity. And so at the time I actually got an MRI that showed I had some herniated disc. And so the chiropractor's like, oh, we have to do all these spinal decompression or this and that, and you shouldn't really work out. Um, and so not working out just made everything worse. My energy levels, I got, you know, I was falling into depression, I guess you would say from not working out, not exercising. So that was just awful advice to not exercise. And so 
Dr. John Sarno has said that, you know, when you start becoming in your 30s, 40s and, and 50s, 60s, everyone has a herniated disc at some point, right? And so his patients would come in his office and he would tear up the MRI results and throw it in the garbage and, and basically say, you know, just resume full activity. And so I literally stopped going to the chiropractor. And I, I, don't, I don't know that this is the best advice for everyone. You should make sure, you know, consult with a doctor and make sure that um, you don't have a serious issue here. But um, I was going, so, so I went back to the gym and he said, remove all crutches, resume full activity. So I went back to gym, I, re I removed the wrist wraps and the elbow sleeves and all these crutches that I was wearing. And I would do a workout and I say, hey, you know what? I actually did it, it wasn't that bad. And that gave me a little more confidence. And then you gain a little more and you keep getting back into it. So those are things that help me a lot uh, mentally in addition to what I put in my body. Yeah, well, I love that. I actually just had a show today that was talking about, you know, getting into the, that, um, the belief systems that you have that you're so ingrained in, right? Because if you believe that you're just going to be in pain forever, then pain will show up right? And it will continue, exactly. right? So there is a big power in, um, in the mind and, you know, your belief system um, as to what is possible and, and what's not, right? Absolutely. Um, so, but I think it's interesting because a lot of people may have fallen into kind of a victim mentality, right? Of, well, this has happened to me and, you know, I can't really get out of it. So I'm just going to live in constant pain, right? And there's a lot of people that do that. So what was it about you? Is there something um, like deep within you? Is, was it something that resonated you within you from childhood? Or what do you think that was? Um, I'm not sure exactly what it was. I will say that um, to this day, I'm very committed to learning and growth. Um, and so I think eventually just learning more and, and, and um, being committed to growth. And so I mean, that's a tough question. I mean, if someone's playing the role of the victim, how do they stop playing that role and change their mindset? I'll say that, you know, listening to podcasts like this, going to uh, Tony Robbins events and listening to people like that can sometimes, um, you know, break you out of your out of your rut. And um, I'm a big fan of Tony Robbins and, and many other people like him. Uh, and so listening to things like that, um, filling your mind with positive things, right? Um, right now, I'm very, very conscious of what I allow into my mind, because like you said, about belief systems, one thing I learned from Tony Robbins, and also from uh, neuro linguistic programming, uh, which I got certified in NLP, is the power of beliefs. And, you know, if it's like the old saying, um, whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. Mm -hmm. Right? I think it was Henry Ford said that. And whether you, if you, the first step to any kind of change is the belief that you can change. If you don't believe you can change, how can you ever change? You just, you won't even get up out of bed. So you have to have some sort of uh, belief there. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, kind of forgot where I was, uh, where I was going with that. But yeah, that, that's, that's very, very important uh, thing to, to, to have that, you know, belief system, have empowering beliefs. Oh, and so what I was saying was, to right now, I'm very careful what I let in my mind. Mm -hmm. I don't like to, um, I will excuse myself from conversations if people are complaining or whining or, or um, playing the role of the victim or putting things in my mind that would be limiting beliefs um, mm -hmm. that would hurt my empowering beliefs. Uh, I don't watch 
uh, I rarely ever watch any kind of violent um, shows or movies or things like that. I think some of the worst things you could do is watch, you know, soap operas or dramas or, um, you know, what's that show, I think, uh, where, where the people are in the hospital, there's always an emergency in the hospital going on. And it's like, one of the most popular shows. And I'm like, this is awful. Um, look what you're putting in people's minds every day. I mean, this is just awful. Um, right. So being very protective, you really have to guard what you allow into your mind and fill your mind with positive thoughts, positive, empowering beliefs. Um, and that, that makes a huge difference. It's so interesting you said that because I've been having that conversation. I had that conversation earlier this week with someone about, you know, the news and even just political discussions and, you know, how just damaging that can be to your, you know, mental state, right? And uh, and it's interesting also because I know every Halloween, my husband and I have this because he always wants to watch, you know, some type of horror <laughs> like that. And, and I'm like, I can't, I can't put it in my brain because I will have nightmares. I know myself. I used to watch them growing up, but I can't anymore, you know, and it is interesting that you would just, you know, kind of bring that up because I think it extends to not just we think of news, but the types of shows that you're watching because you know the criminal minds which i used to love but it's it just i've noticed it does affect my psyche and so i i have to be protective of of uh what i watch now because i also think the more sensitive you become the more it affects you in some ways would you say that's true a hundred percent and that's true with not just mentally, but now physically, right? So I'm actually now I've become very sensitive, both mentally and physically. Um, so I mean, I will literally like, I can't watch TV commercials, I won't if there's anything on TV that I ever want to watch a show, I have to record it and fast forward the commercials because most commercials are awful. Um, and I'm very sensitive to all that. I'm very careful. Um, you know, I, I make sure that my daughters, uh, you know, we, we bought the YouTube premium for them so when they watch YouTube, which is not a great thing, but kids are doing it these days. So mm -hmm. I don't want them watching commercials. I mean, one time my daughter is watching YouTube and a commercial for the movie like Taken Part 3 comes on or something and she's afraid now for two days and it's just very bad. So being aware for your kids as well. Um, mm -hmm. And so right now I'm very sensitive to anything negative that I hear and now as I've become healthier in terms of what I put in my body, I'm also much, I'm, I, I can really feel like if something, you, you don't have to tell me if something's healthy or not, because I can, I can tell, um, I can feel it. Um, and I think that's another thing that people, you know, I, I, we kind of skimmed over like, oh yeah, I just eliminate sugar and breads and pasta and I don't eat any, you know, this unhealthy stuff. And it's like, well, people are like, well, it's not that easy. You know, I'm, I, I like this, the dessert. I like the, um, the sugar and, and that I have a sweet tooth, people say, right, which is a belief system that you can turn around. Um, maybe you used to have a sweet tooth until you started eating healthy and then changed your cravings. Uh, and so now my body craves, you know, green smoothies. Uh, and when I go to birthday parties, when they hand out, you know, when they're handing out a piece of cake, uh, I look at that piece of cake and I go, oh, that looks disgusting to me because I think about how I'm going to feel after I eat the cake. 
uh, if I was to eat it, right? So I haven't eaten cake or anything like that in, in years. Um, but if I did once a year eat one, if I felt the craving, it wouldn't be a big deal uh, because I know that I just don't do that normally. But the point I'm trying to get at is that once you start to make small changes, your your body's cravings start to change. What you you know what I what I put in my mind now, I'm craving positive you know personal development stuff, positive stuff, mindset stuff. Uh, I'm craving healthy foods now. My body doesn't want anything unhealthy. It can feel that it's not good for me. Um, and so it's just a matter. It's kind of like when you don't go to the gym for a while, you know, you got to, you know, when you first go back, it's not easy. But if you start going back for a couple months, you know, most people then start wanting to go. They start feeling energized. They start feeling better. So it's important to start to break that negative cycle and um, both mentally and physically with nutrition and, and working out. Um, and, and know that in the beginning, it might not be easy, but after a while, you'll actually change what your body is craving. And it's just a very positive cycle of habits that you can develop just by starting with small steps. Yeah. Yeah. The power of incremental change for sure. Um, and so tell me again, so how, so then you started, you know, realizing this and then where did the inspiration for peak performance come from? Right. So tell us more about, because you started making these changes, seeing an impact, but I mean, now with what you're doing and your mission, which of course I wanted you to share with our listeners, you know, tell us about how that came about. Yeah. So, so back in 2013, um, not only was I in massive pain, I was also uh, probably about $100,000 in debt, probably more. You kind of stop counting when you, when you get up that high. Um, and so, you know, kind of really hit rock bottom. Couldn't, didn't know how I was going to, I had a two-year-old and a three-year-old at the time. Uh, they're older now. And so, you know, I'm, I'm just, you know, how am I going to provide for my family? What am I going to do? And so, I think the inspiration, hopefully I'd like to impress upon anyone who's maybe a little down right now, is that what I thought was the worst thing that could ever happen to me when I was at rock bottom, that, that actually turned out to be the best thing that could ever happen to me. Um, and so hopefully that's a reframe, a mindset shift because, and it's hard to see it when you're in the moment, I know that. But looking back, if you can just have that belief that this, this, is, this, is, this is going to be a good thing. I'm going to turn this negative into a positive, right? And that's where some inspiration internally needs to come where, you know, if I just went under the, pulled my head under the covers and started crying and played the role of the victim, um, I wouldn't be where I am today. So you have to, you know, you, you, there is some effort and some sort of, um, yeah, kind of effort that needs to come from, from your side. So, so if I didn't hit that rock bottom, I wouldn't have learned all the things I needed to learn. I wouldn't have got those lessons. Um, on top of that, I actually created a company soon after that that sold different compression sleeves and wrist braces and all these types of braces because I was so familiar with all these things that I had tried on myself um, <laughs> that you know the e-commerce opportunity came up for me to start a business uh, in this niche. And we built that business up to 15 million a year in sales within a few years and ended up uh, selling that business uh, a couple years ago. And so as I started to make money from that business, not only did, again, I would never have imagined that from that I would have created this business, but also sent me on this health journey. And so as I made money from that and then I said to myself, okay, 
I can, if I can do anything that I want, if money's not an issue, what would I do? And so the answer was pretty clear to me. It's like, well, if I can, there's, there's nothing more important than health in life. Um, there's, a, there's an Indian proverb that says, a healthy person has a thousand wishes, but a sick person has only one. Mm. And so, yeah, I mean, when you think about it, you can't be there for your family if you don't have your health. You know, people are dying 20, 30 years earlier than they could have lived. You know, there are people that could live to 100 that are dying at 60. Mm -hmm. um, and that's because they're not taking care of their health. And so, you know, you really, this is something that I really want, because it's not like a, a, an immediate thing, right? People don't see it as like, oh, well, you know, I could eat this cookie now, it's not that big of a deal, or I can eat these cakes and desserts, it's not that big of a deal. Um, but, you know, diseases come from inflammation, going back to inflammation, all mm -hmm. diseases, all chronic pain, um, you know, again, most people think their back pain, their elbow pain, their shoulder pain, their knee pain, they're like, oh, that's just, you know, I just got back pain, I have knee pain. Well, it's actually inflammation. And if you change what you put in your body, um, that pain can go away. Not to mention the fact that inflammatory foods are also the foods that make you gain the most weight. Um, mm -hmm. It goes hand in hand. So, um, so anyway, uh, when I going back to when I said, okay, if I can do anything, I would want to help people transform their health the way that I did. And mm -hmm. so that's what peak performance is all about. So we started peak performance. And um, I basically it was very simple for me because I rolled out products that I wanted to take for myself. Mm -hmm. um, so we started with an organic, uh, high altitude organic coffee, which is full of antioxidants and uh, organic and coffee is one of the most heavily sprayed with pesticides. So I, I highly encourage people to drink organic coffee. Uh, I came out with an organic green superfood powder, which is something I was taking because it helped alkalize my body and reduce inflammation and, and help me have more natural energy. Um, and then we had an organic red superfood powder. So, um, you know, again, I was basically, um, it starts with food, it starts with nutrition, but uh, you know, supplements are also something that can help and, and organic superfood powders and things of that nature are, you know, the closest that you're going to get to real whole food uh, ingredients. And what I found specifically with the green superfood powder, just making a green smoothie every day with just water, organic frozen blueberries, green superfood powder, some organic plant protein, throw in some fish oil and some other stuff in there. And just switching one of my meals out of the day to that smoothie, you know, usually breakfast or lunch, I would switch to that smoothie, just had an enormous impact on me, it changed my cravings, it helped reduce inflammation. So that's a small step if people just took out their most unhealthy kind of carb filled sugar filled meal and replaced it with a healthy smoothie, or replaced it with a healthy salad. Um, the impacts over 20, 30 years are tremendous. Mm. You know, it's interesting, too, because um, I relate so much to what you're saying, even just for me personally, I was, um, just last year, actually, maybe it was two years now I had been sick so much. Um, and now granted I had been pregnant for like, I had three babies right in a row. So, um, you know, that obviously reduces your immunity, but, you know, I realized that I would skip meals and I wasn't really eating very, um, healthy. And so I just made some real easy changes, like simple changes by putting more supplements. I, you know, drink a smoothie every morning. 
I have my, you know, green powder to put in it, like all that stuff that you're talking about. And I mean, knock on wood, like I haven't been sick. Right. And so uh, I just notice and I feel better and I have more energy. And so, and really I am probably not as good at some of the other things. Cause sometimes I do have some sweets and the same things here or there, but overall I'm much more conscious about what I put in my body because it is like you said, it's about how you feel, right? So do you want to feel like you want to go take a nap in the middle of the day, or do you want to have energy to be able to play with your kids and do your work at a high level and be able to get inspiration and, and listen to it and, and take action? You know, I mean, all of those things are so important yet. Um, we don't necessarily live in a society that's focused on, uh, creating kind of those healthier choices. I mean, you have them around you in like at Whole Foods, you think you are, but often, right, it's just good marketing and we're not really paying attention to the labels and what's actually in our foods. Yeah. It starts with prioritizing your health. You know, mm -hmm. you have to make a decision like, okay, just think about it logically, right? Like what is more important than your health? And, you know, it's just amazing when I go to, you know, these business mastermind groups and, you know, you see these multi multi-millionaires who are just really unhealthy. And I just wonder, I'm like, you know, you're so smart when it comes to business, but yet the most important thing in your life, like what's the point of making a hundred million dollars if you die at age, you know, 65 instead of age 95 or mm -hmm. 105, like what good is it? Um, you know, so I think sometimes people just don't think, really take the time to think about it and prioritize it. And then one other thing that's helpful to some people when I've explained this is that I made a commitment to, um, I basically, I was forced to because I was in pain, but I would encourage other people to do it before you're in pain, um, mm -hmm. to change your identity around health and around food. So for example, if someone says, you know, if someone says to you, do you want a cig you know, do you want a cigarette, right? You're probably going to say, hopefully you'll say, no, thank you. I don't smoke, mm -hmm. which again, that's a belief system. That's your identity that you don't smoke. Right. Mm -hmm. And so when, you know, the piece of cake comes around at the kids' birthday parties that you go to all the time, it's, you know, would you like a piece of cake? And most people feel bad about it. Oh, I don't want to say no, I don't want to be, it's not being rude. It's my identity is, so my answer is always, no, thank you. I don't eat cake, right? Mm -hmm. No, thank you. I don't eat bread. Um, you know, no, thank you. I don't eat fried food. So this is not like when the piece of cake comes out, I'm not there like, oh, I don't know. It kind of looks good. Should I have a cheat day today? I don't know about this. You know, like it's not this, this decision fatigue that really can happen, right? And this internal struggle and then people give in and they feel bad about giving in. Um, you, when you change your identity and it's just very clear to you, um, I don't eat cake, for example, then you just, there's no decision to be made. It just, it's done. Right. Yeah. And so that's something really think about how can you, uh, and that's why I'm not really a huge fan of diets necessarily. Um, mm -hmm. obviously, you know, if people want to, you know, lose a lot of weight or something like that, a, a short-term diet, you know, obviously can be helpful. I know people who have lost a hundred pounds uh, in a year on the keto diet and things of that nature. But I don't think diets are sustainable long-term, mm -hmm. but if you're eating healthy and, you know, I eat pretty much as much as I want to eat every day and I don't gain weight, 
mm-hmm. because I'm exercising and because the foods I'm eating are, are nutrient, you know, filled foods that are uh, helping my body and giving myself the nourishment that I need. Uh, and so, you know, I think that there's definitely been some good breakthroughs in the last few years about healthy fats, right? I think hopefully people listening are starting, you know, by now have maybe heard that um, actually not non-fat milk, you know, or things like that, or, or kind of this skim milk or fat is bad, all that kind of stuff is actually uh, not true when it comes to healthy fats. So uh, MCT oil is a very healthy fat that's made a big splash on the scene recently. Um, you know, we have avocado oil, you have fish oil, you have olive oils. These are all very healthy oils, very healthy fats, where, you know, I, I remember years ago, someone who got a meal, and he sent it back because they put olive oil on his, you know, on his on his fish or his meal, whatever it was. And he said, I don't and I said, well, why did you do that? He said, I don't want olive oil, I don't want those extra calories or something, right. So he was mm-hmm. count, so concerned about counting calories, that he was drinking, you know, Coke Zero every day, or because it had zero calories, but he wouldn't eat the olive oil because it had calories. Like that's not healthy. Um, yeah. That's the opposite of health. You right. want to fill your body up with nourishing, good for you, uh, healthy fats and calories because that'll help eliminate the cravings of wanting the carbs and the sugars and things of that nature. Yeah. So that's kind of something I've learned uh, over the last few years. Um, that's come across. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I like that too. I mean, I, I don't deprive myself um, either, you know, because I just don't believe that diets and, and deprivation are the way, but it's, I like what you said is it's about your just own identity. Like I eat what I want, um, but I choose healthy foods because they make me feel better, you know? Exactly. So uh, it's just making that priority. And I did make a decision. I hired a, a nutritionist, you know, to really kind of help me make some of those simple changes. So it can just be as simple as, you know, making the commitment for yourself or just telling a friend that, Hey, I'm making a commitment to my health. And it can just be simple changes. You know, like you said, just start maybe with supplementing one of your meals, you know, with, um, a smoothie or something that has more whole foods in it. So, and I'd love to find out too, you know, I was just having this conversation the other day with, um, another business owner, and we were talking about mission driven companies and, how I think it's um, not only is it something I think that we're seeing more and more of, but I think it's because that people are realizing how much more fun building a company can be when it has a mission, when you're giving back in a bigger way and when it's serving the world in the highest possible way. So tell us, I know you've got a mission that goes along with peak performance and I'd love to hear you talk about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, with the previous company, I just wanted to build it and sell it as quickly as possible to do something that I was more passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and then, you know, with peak performance, it's like people are like, oh, well, you're growing so fast, you know, like, you ever think of selling the company? And I'm like, no, uh, I have no plans. Uh, I could see myself doing this for easily 10 or 20 years or, or more. I mean, you know, we'll see how I feel then. I'll reevaluate maybe in 10 years, but it's something I'm passionate about. I know that I'm, you know, I'm helping people. We're helping people as a company. And, um, you know, we're really about inspiration and transformation. So, yes, we sell uh, very healthy products and supplements, um, but really what we're about is transfer- transformation and inspiration. And so, 
you know, again, that's why I'm here talking to you right now. Hopefully this helps transform someone's life or inspires them to, um, you know, do something better with their life. And, and um, yeah, that, that's what it's really all about. And what I've seen is that the companies that, that do the best um, are the ones that are really genuinely trying to help people, um, trying to inspire people. Um, yeah, so I think that that's just, you know, I kind of look at it like, and it's interesting because I'm in a lot of e-commerce masterminds and business masterminds, and I see people just selling products that are just whatever brings in the most money. Like, oh, this is an opportunity. I can make some money here selling this. Or, And with peak performance, I never did that. Uh, I, I literally was, was looking at, hey, what is the, the best products that I could put out that are cohesive with my brand? We're never going to sacrifice on quality. These are the, you know, I take over 25 of my own, you know, products every day almost. Uh, I give them to my wife and my daughters. Um, and so, you know, this has to be the highest quality stuff. And, you know, I, in the beginning, actually, I was, you know, the first couple of years when, you know, I'd invested a lot of money and, and hadn't seen uh, much of a, of a payoff yet. They're like, oh, man, you, know, you see these guys making all the money selling just random stuff. They're like, mm -hmm. Oh, man. But um, but eventually it, it, uh, it turned, you know, it, 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 it went the way it should go. And now we're on a real, um, real nice uh, growth uh, pattern here. And um, yeah, and, and I'm just proud. I'm happy. I, I wake up about it and I'm, I'm proud of what I'm doing. Um, and so, yeah, when you have that, you just you just feel good about yourself and you're helping other people. So there's just there's nothing better than than be helping other people and, and doing what you love to do. Um, and, you know, and, and obviously you got to make a living as well. You got to make money at, at the same time. I believe there's a way um, to do all of that. And look, for some people that maybe they can't specifically do the one, you know, they, they want to do something and maybe that doesn't bring in enough money. It's okay to make money in other ways and then use that money to to do something you're more passionate about or do you know donate to a certain cause or create a certain you know thing that you want to do to help transform the world. Um, but um, but yeah, it's best when you can when you can have something that inspires you every day. Yeah, that's awesome. And you know, I think that's a good point though because there's some people that say, well, but I'm not. Maybe they're not. I mean, we do have a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to the show, but. Um, maybe they're in a more kind of nine to five job, or maybe they're just kind of starting a passion project. But I think that, you know, there's always room for dreams and passions. And, you know, if you, it's great when you can turn them into a big success, but you can't ignore those dreams and passions, even while you're doing the, you know, nine to five, like still it, give time to the things that light up your soul, because, you know, that's kind of, I think, your soul's calling you on a higher path, right? And then as it, more doors, as you give more energy to it, you know, more door, you don't know what doors could open to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think kind of everything almost, well, most things almost start as a side hustle or whatever you want to call it, right? And so, uh, and, and by the way, that goes back to the importance of eating healthy and having the mental and physical energy. So that's what peak performance is really about. We're about inspiration, transformation, and about performing at your peak mentally and physically every day. So that if you have a job, you can come back home after your job, um, spend time with your kids, and then have time, and then also have energy to do your, your passion project 
maybe on the side until you're able to have, you know, I did that. I know many entrepreneurs, um, you know, had, had it, did their passion first on the side while they were working some other job or had clients if they're in consulting or coaching or something like that. Um, mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I think that you have to have the mental and physical energy to do that. So if you're eating unhealthy and you're coming home from your nine to five and all you want to do is sit on the couch and watch TV for five hours, that's not going to help you achieve your goals. And mm -hmm. a lot of people don't make that connection like, hmm, well, maybe if I ate healthier, exercise more, increased my mental and physical energy, then I could achieve, you know, do more, fulfill more of my potential or do more of what I want to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so last question, uh, do you have a centering practice or some type of like, what do you do personally to find inspiration? Because you've, you've created and I'm sure you're still creating and still creating, you know, new products and so yeah. first what that is for you. That's a great, that's a great thing that you brought up. That's a great question because what I've realized is um, there's kind of this misconception that you have to work harder in order to be more successful um, in terms of like grinding away. You know, I've heard, I hear people say rise and grind, man, you know, like got to just grind every day. And like, that doesn't really sound too great to me anymore. Like, like, don't get me wrong. I mean, I grinded in my 20s and look where it got me. It got me pain and inflammation and a voice dictation software for two years. Um, so you got to have some balance. And what I, one of the things I've realized is that quiet time, um, eliminating the noise, uh, thinking time. And so people don't believe me that when I tell them sometimes that my income has been going up, um, and again, that's the least important part of it. I feel better and, and, um, both mentally and physically and, and, and by doing, having a morning practice, like you mentioned. So most mornings on Monday through Friday, I get my daughters ready for school. I make them a healthy smoothie and, uh, get them out. And, uh, my wife takes them to school, uh, right around eight o'clock. And then I'll go outside sometimes for an hour, sometimes an hour and a half of just quiet time. So I would say probably five, probably four days a week I do this because um, probably one day a week I might feel like I need to just go straight to the gym and get energized or something. But I would say probably four days a week um, I do this and it's just quiet time. It's, it's gratitude. I, it all starts with gratitude. And the biggest thing in terms of gratitude is my health. So the number one thing that I say is I'm so happy and grateful. Thank you for the health and happiness of me, Michelle, Zen, and Zoe, my wife and my two daughters. Mm -hmm. Thank you for guiding us to all live to over 100 years old, to live happy, healthy lives. This is the number one thing that I say over and over in my visualization and gratitude, because again, nothing else could even compare to um, me and my whole family living happy, healthy lives to over 100 years old, right? No amount of money could if i make a lot of money and that and the other and that goal doesn't happen it's 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 not there's no point right so um so i'm visualizing i'm doing gratitude i'm uh sometimes doing breathing techniques sometimes doing different meditation uh and so people wouldn't believe when i say i do that and then i typically sometimes work for maybe maybe 90 minutes and then i might go to the gym for 90 minutes and people are like wait so the first like five hours of your four or five hours of your day, you're only working like 90 minutes or, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and your income goes up from doing that. And so it's not, 
and again, maybe that doesn't work for some people. Some people might wake up earlier and do some miracle morning routine or something like that. That's great too. But I think that the important thing is the quiet time. Um, gratitude, visualization, breathing techniques, meditation, um, and, and then high level thinking time. Um, and so I'll give an example. Mm -hmm. Before I started the e-commerce business that was very successful, I had a consulting client. I was, I was starting to come out of, of, of the debt and I was doing a lot of consulting um, and I was doing pretty good. And I had one client that was more than half of my income. And I would go outside in the morning and just, just, just have a quiet time. And I think, what do I really want in my life? Like, what are my goals? And I realized that this client just kept sucking more and more of my time and wanted more and more of my time. And I wasn't passionate about working with them. And, but you know, it was tough because I got two little, two young daughters and this is more than half my income, but I eventually through quiet time and high level thinking time came to the conclusion that I have to fire this client, let go of this client and move on. Um, and so I did that and it was the best decision I ever made. And my income, you know, it, they say you have like some financial thermostat. So like, you know, it kind of just within a few months or within several months, I was back up to whatever it was, um, started my own business, um, you know, at that time. And so, but the point is I would have, I don't believe I would have come to that realization if I hadn't taken the time to think like, okay, what do I really want five years, 10 years? What do I want my life to look like? Um, and so again, I think the worst thing you could do is turn on the news or the TV at any time, let alone first thing in the morning. Um, mm -hmm. I highly recommend you leave your phone off in the morning or at least put it on airplane mode, put it in a draw. Uh, don't look at it. So I, obviously I don't take my phone with me or if I do, it's on airplane mode. If I want to listen to some guided meditation or something like that. Um, but that, that quiet time and, and silence, I think people are afraid of silence too much where there's so much power in that. Mm, that is so good. And so are you walking just kind of saying that, or are you sitting or do, I'm just trying to like, yeah, you I know, go outside. Um, I typically go outside. Uh, I live in Vegas now, so it's, it's nice weather pretty much all year round. So I do have a covered patio or in the winter time, I'll stand uh, outside. Uh, I like getting some sunlight. So sometimes if it's not too cold, uh, most of the time I'll take my shirt off and get a little sunlight and put my feet in the grass if it's not too cold. Um, uh, luckily, I don't have too many neighbors looking into my yard. So, uh, so I can I can do that. Uh, but even if, if you don't have that kind of setup, I think I like going outside. I like being outside. For me, being inside isn't quite the same, but um, you have to make do with, with what you have. And um, so, yeah, I'm kind of going outside. I, I am pacing around a little bit. Um, sometimes I'm sitting. Um, sometimes I'm standing. Um, yeah. Well, I, I love asking that because I think... Um, mindfulness is different to everybody, you know, and everybody that I've talked to has a different way. Everybody has had a way. It's just maybe different. Um, but I definitely resonate with what you're saying in terms of, I mean, I actually had a show that just launched today that was about, you know, how to grow your business by putting in less effort and with more ease, right? Because it doesn't have to be the hard thing we make it. And I totally 110% agree that the time that you put back into yourself of visualizing what you want, of just being grateful, of being in that space of gratitude, it's, it sounds so simple, but 
it is life-changing, you know, and, it, and um, so thank you so much for sharing that because that was, that's really neat. And I know um, our listeners are going to get a lot, of, a lot out of that as well. So thank you. Um, and I have to share actually this one thing. So uh, before I get on a call before these interviews, I, I typically like to just hear kind of the word that comes through um, that, and the word that came through for me, for you actually was victorious. So it's interesting. I don't know if that has any meaning to you, but, um, but I think in talking to you, I can see how, you know, that, um, that just kind of comes shining through with the way that you have just kind of, uh, taken what could have been a debilitating, um, situation and turned it into, um, had that contrast, you know, provide contrast basically to then create an entirely different life. Right. So you were able to experience it in a way where you knew then what you didn't want and then, um, go on this journey to create a beautiful passion filled business that's really changing lives everywhere. And, uh, so thank you so much for, for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, I just want to say as well, like, um, I've heard the phrase, someone said this to me one time, turn your mess into your message, um, which I thought was great. And, you know, again, if someone's listening right now and they're not where they want to be in life, um, you know, you can, you can use that. What you think is the worst thing that could ever happen to you could actually end up being the best thing that could ever happen to you, right? People who are addicted to drugs and in the lowest place in the world can end up turning around and inspiring thousands of other people to stop doing drugs and better their lives. And they would have never been able to do that if they weren't addicted to drugs themselves, right? That's an example. There's so many examples like that of where if you can, you know, be inspired enough to, to pull yourself out of your own situation, think about how many people you could help that desperately need your help as well. So uh, turn your mess into your message. Oh, that's a good one. I love that. Um, now tell our listeners, where can they learn more about you? Where's sure. The so the website for, yeah, the website for peak performance is buypeakperformance.com. That's B-U-Y, buypeakperformance.com. And if you get on my email list there, I send out um, all sorts of different con uh, content podcasts. Uh, we have a podcast called the Peak Performance Life Podcast uh, as well. And we on, on at buypeakperformance.com, we have a, a short documentary, like a 30-minute documentary video that uh, we did um, that a lot of people have told me has been very, very inspiring for them. So anyone that's looking to continue their health journey and really be inspired, um, that documentary has gotten some really great reviews there. Um, so yeah, I encourage you. I'm not, I'm not big on social media actually, because I'm, uh, I, I, again, I'm trying to eliminate a lot of noise. Um, mm -hmm. and so I'm, I'm really not active on social channels, but I do put out a lot of content via email and podcasts and, um, yeah, things of that nature. Oh, that's awesome. Well, actually, and that comes with one more thing. So if people are navigating your site and wondering, like what supplements should they start with or what should I do first? Is there uh, do you, is that in your content that you put out there or how would people maybe learn more about that? Yeah. Yeah. On my, uh, when you get on the email list, uh, I do have, uh, an email series that goes out that includes a documentary and kind of starts you there with some of the basics and then has a top 10 supplements. Most people should take, uh, and we have a starter pack 
uh, as well on the on the website that has the top four products, which that I believe most people should take, which are the organic green superfood, vitamin D plus K, uh, zinc, and magnesium, I think are four of the top ones. Um, again, I take a lot, but I know most people don't want to take as many, you know, supplements as I take. So I, I narrowed it down to four and then I have a top 10 list as well. Um, but, uh, I do think, especially with everything going on in the world right now, it is important. We know that vitamin D plus K and zinc and magnesium and green superfoods can really help, uh, you know, help your immune system. And there's never been a more important time to have a strong immune system. In fact, I think that, um, what's happening in the world right now would potentially be not even half as bad if everyone was actually, everyone's body was in a healthier state. And I think that um, for too many years, we've allowed ourselves, especially in this country, I mean, we have, you know, breakfast cereal for kids has half the ingredients are outlawed in Europe, um, but they're allowed for some reason to still be sold here. I mean, craft macaroni and cheese in Europe is completely different ingredients than what is in here for kids, right? And so really being aware of that and, um, and, and prioritize it, right? Prioritizing your health and learning about health is, is really the first step, realizing that it's the most important thing. And so having a commitment and, and prioritizing health, I think is um, the most important thing people can do. Awesome. Well, those are great suggestions and, uh, and I look forward to learning more as well. So again, thank you so much. You've been an inspiration. I loved hearing your story and uh, I can't wait to share it with everybody. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. I'm Kara and you've been listening to Soul Inspiring Business. If you found this helpful, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And if you feel so bold, share with others as well. Thanks again for listening. I look forward to growing.